Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is September. No, it's November. <laughs> the 19th. September 19th was a pretty bad day, so I'm glad it's not that. November the 19th. It was Rosh Hashanah, but, and that was good, but something else bad happened that day. Uh, something bad happened today. Rosh Hashanah is good. Today is November the 19th, 2020. I'm wearing my maroon. I want you just to see the maroon color of this shirt. Strong hand. There's a blue one. There's a maroon one. You get ones linked to below. Strong hand. Long-term thinking. No fancy sets or graphics here. I say whatever I want, whenever, whenever I want, as you can tell, it's supposed to be the formal introduction here. Five-digit realm, offended by selling. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. This is where the big boys play. Best freaking guest in the space. Tomorrow, 2.30, Baltimore time. That's East Coast time. That's 11.30 a.m. in Los Angeles. We're going to have this week in Bitcoin as we do every freaking Friday here on the Bitcoin Meister channel. All right, let's uh, hello and hello, my elite friends. I forgot to say that, and uh, because I thought it was September. <laughs> and uh, if you have questions, I have answers. And so type in Bitcoin Meister, or you can do a super chat. Uh, and someone says you got to sell a little Bitcoin and upgrade that webcam. Laugh, laugh out loud. Well, I know you're. You're. That's a joke. There. I would never sell a, a Bitcoin to update the uh, webcam at all. If you would like to update the webcam, you can buy me a new webcam. That is one of my famous sayings that I have said throughout all this time. As I become wealthier and wealthier, and people comment on you know the no fancy sets and graphics, I'm like, well, if you don't, I mean, I'm just keep buying Bitcoin. You can buy me a webcam. I, it, it would be great. It would be fine. Um, I don't think it'll make that, that big of a difference. A lot of it has to do this. I love this laptop. Um, you know, a lot of it, at the light, I have bad lighting and uh, the internet connection can be slow in different places or whatever. Uh, the thing is, if you care about the way I look in these videos, you're probably an 80 percenter. Uh, you just need to listen to the show. It's, it's the content that matters. But most people... Uh, they, they, they don't, I, I talked about it on yesterday's show. Everybody check out yesterday's show. I'm putting it in the live chat, uh, right now. Uh, and remember to retweet, uh, today's show, which is out there, but yesterday's show, I, I talked about, uh, comprehensionism, uh, the, the philosophy that I promote on uh, social media that you need when you watch something like this at the end, you should think to yourself. Can I just explain what he just explained? Okay. Did I comprehend it? Okay. Because focus is the new IQ. So watch yesterday's show. Uh, we get into that. And I, I, as I've said before, when I watch, quote unquote, watch other YouTube channels, I have no idea what the people even look like. Like uh, Ben Shapiro's show, I always forget that he even wears a yarmulke. I never see it. I listen. You know, Vention Vention has a show which he talks about his his health and his uh, and Bitcoin and I I whenever he has a new show I watch it I quote unquote watch it but I never look at him especially now because he, he shows the uh, he he shows the the issue he has on his uh, stomach he had his uh, something removed from him I won't get into all the graphic details 
but he shows something that I, I wouldn't even, I would never look at. I'm so happy that I'm not looking at it. And he's free, free, he's free to show that uh, it's a colostomy bag. He's free to show his colostomy bag, but I'm not looking at it. And that's the thing I am understanding, though. He talks about the maintenance of the bag. And when, yeah, check out Benson's channel. Yeah, you're getting colostomy bag talk on a freaking Bitcoin channel. You know you're a freaking unique beast. Pound that like button. Well, let's get into something that is uh, not uh, involving uh, uh, cutting up uh, Benson's body. Let's uh, – <laughs> and, man, he's got a strong hand. And uh, we're, we, we are thinking good things for him, no doubt about it. But uh, – there is someone has a shout out. I'm giving a shout out to Benson, but a, a, a couple, a beautiful couple in, in the United States. Um, the, the man is, is going away soon. He says a shout out from Richie to Marty. Marty is the lady. Our future is near with obstacles. Stay positive. Well, Marty, definitely stay positive. Richie is an awesome guy. He's pounding that like button. He has great listening comprehension. And I know you've got a, a strong marriage and that can can last to, you know, you, you have some, uh, you know, everyone's got to go uh, travel around and everything. He's got a mission. He's on a mission. And uh, you guys are, are rocking the world. And so, again, a shout out from Richie to Marty. Our future is near with obstacles. Stay positive. Dude, have a strong freaking hand, dude. And Marty, I know you're learning about Bitcoin, so that's very exciting. Okay, I hope you're playing this at 2x, people, um, to get to go through the uh, all the uh, get through all the colossomy stuff real fast. There now, anyway, uh, <laughs> and all and again, Tuesday night show, guys. When Bitcoin was, I mean, that was that our first day back at 18k. Uh, that was a wild show. Tuesday night it is linked to below. And disruptmeister.com, you can watch all my old videos. Speaking about old videos and best guests in the freaking space, Vinny Langham has been on the show before. He uh, was on my uh, the best show I've ever done on this channel, which was on uh, St. Patrick's Day of 2017. It was a two-hour show where Vinny came on and scared the living you-know-what out of people talking about the the uh, the scaling debate. And BTC Benny was on, Tone Vase was on. It was just a, it was shocking revelations were coming out. It was a legendary show. And, uh, but anyway, Vinny is still around. I know a lot of people don't like him now because of, you know, he's got a civic, he does, he has a good tweet out there today. Now I'm going to, I'm going to break this tweet down for you dudes. Okay. So you can comprehend comprehensionism right here, baby. That should be your philosophy. Focus is the new IQ. Governments, will start blaming Bitcoin for hyperinflation as their soft currency price of Bitcoin continues to rise as their citizens try to escape the economic fallout around the corner. Bitcoin will get banned in many countries over the next 12 months. Now, that's that's fast, but it it will be too late. It will be, he says, it will be too late to ban it because I guess people will. Okay, and I don't think in the next 12 months we're going to see that. Um, and I, I want to stress here, he says governments will start blaming Bitcoin for hyperinflation. That does not mean the United States government. A lot of people, because a lot of people are Americans that are watching this, it does not mean the Canadian government. <laughs> All right. It, it doesn't mean the Australian government. There's not going to be hyperinflation there. Um, in uh, There's never going to be hyperinflation in the United States, first of all. But he, he's talking about what, – what's he talking – we're going to see what type of – country he's talking about, he, he brings up a valid point. There will be hyperinflation in, in countries, and it will be a, quote-unquote, valid excuse 
for their sociopaths to ban Bitcoin. They will sca- – scapegoating is natural. As I've said many times, collectivism is the default. Um, people are not the individual. Individualism is what you learn on this freaking channel. Pound that like button. But people just love the scapegoat. They got to blame the other and everything. And governments are very good at that. Uh, so uh, I would expect these corrupt, corrupt governments to make every excuse in the world – and they, they will uh, – Bitcoin will be the scapegoat. They will ban it, but the government officials will, will buy it all up. All right. Now, I'm going to break down this thread more because someone re- replied. I've seen this opinion from Ray Dalio too, said someone. Uh, it's linked to below, by the way. Which do you think are the top five to ten countries at risk of hyperinflation and, and digitally mature enough to have their citizens hedge the Bitcoin? Okay, so th- that last part is very important because Vinny in the original tweet said it will be too late. It will be, you know, when, when these countries are having hyperinflation and they're trying to blame uh, Bitcoin, it, it, the, the, the smart people will already have gotten Bitcoin and already be circulating around and the ban won't work. It will work in some countries wh- where people are not uh, digitally mature. Uh, and, wh- and, what w- and what was Vinny's answers? And v- Vinny's answer was perfect. Here and I think everyone can guess. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you think here. Use your head for a second. Which country is uh di- which countries are digitally mature enough to have their citizens hedge to Bitcoin that could experience hyperinflation? Well, the, Vinny, the first one that came to mind for him is uh, South Africa, and uh, that's also is that's a logical answer right there. He says uh, South Africa for starters. Not sure the rest. Now he's from South Africa originally, so you might say he's biased towards South Africa. But I, I'm going to tell you, or he's down on South Africa because he, because he left South Africa and now lives in Silicon Valley. No, no, he has actually defended some of the uh, sociopathic leaders over there. I mean, I, I I've been kind of surprised at at some of the almost pro-government things that Vinny has uh, tweeted before. Because as you know, I I think the South African government is disgraceful and corrupt. And, and horrifying, uh, r- really, uh, and it gets worse and worse every year uh, over there. So here's the thing, uh, South Africans, you you really, um, you could have, I don't know if hyperinflation, you're going to get hyperinflation, but there is no doubt about it. You're going to have major inflation there, major inflation. And, you know, hyperinflation, it's horrible. Major inflation is really bad too, dudes, really bad. So there is no – you should – I mean I'm not a financial advisor or anything like that, okay? Okay? I'm not a financial advisor. But you're, you should get into Bitcoin right now. Right now in South Africa, turn all your freaking RAND. I'm not talking about 1% allocations here. If I was – I'm just going to say if I was living in South Africa and for some reason I was like stuck there. But for, if I was living in South Africa, I, I would move from South Africa, okay? Um, or at least have a second home somewhere else. But uh, if I was stuck there, I would be buying up. I would not have a bank. I mean, I would just liquidate my bank account of rands and turn it into Bitcoin. And if I had to pay for stuff, then sometimes I would have to, I guess, sell my Bitcoin or whatever. Because they will make it illegal. They they are the prime country for experiencing some major inflation. And you know the government there just loves the scapegoat people. Um, So – uh, you know, farmer man is the is the cause of all my problems and whatnot. And they, they're great with scapegoating o- over there and, and, and insane economic policy. Right now, it's pretty in South Africa. They've got logical pe- some logical uh, people in the government, and they seem to have a, a they seem to be wanting to work with Bitcoin and everything like that. 
but it could easily go the other way, definitely. And they're going to have inflation. They're going to have inflation. They're, they're, they're authoritarian. They've been terrible with this freaking lockdown, I've been told. It's, it's, it's a disgrace. So this is the thing. Tordemeester has a beautiful tweet out there that coincidentally came out today, uh, which will be linked to this shortly. Uh, best to buy inflation insurance before the inflation earthquake takes place. And he shows a chart from when there was an earthquake in California. And beforehand, there weren't too many people buying insurance. Once there was an earthquake, everybody, the, 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 all sorts of people were buying, uh, the, the rate, uh, the number of people buying uh, earthquake insurance went through the roof, okay? Because they were not long-term thinkers. I mean, you, you need insurance. You need, in South Africa, you need inflation insurance. In every country, you need inflation insurance. But the inflation, a major inflation earthquake is coming to South Africa. There's no doubt. And I could, I could go into other countries and whatnot, but I'm not as familiar with other countries. Uh, I think Nigeria probably would fit uh, the, the description that, that Vinny is. But they're already experienced. I mean, <laughs> you should have already bought your insurance, but it's never too late. It, it, it's, it's really, it, it's, don't don't stick around in your uh, in your country's uh, fiat and, and experience the earthquake over and over and over again. All right, there. So we got something here in a super chat. I see. Oh, again, God, man, Daniel. I just learned Bitcoin.com sent 500 Mexican pesos. Strong hand, 2028. Dude, man, I'm I'm we're, again. We're wishing you great health. Spend the money on your health, man. Not on me. You are. I, I mean. You're a great dude, uh, justlearnbitcoin.com, and please uh, visit his site, everyone. All right. What else do we have here? All right. You type in, do, do, do get my attention that way, Todd, you unique beasts that are out there. Oh, look at this beautiful, beautiful maroon shirt uh, that Salt Girl uh, got me. She also got me the shirt I was wearing yesterday, that pound that like button shirt. So do that right now. Have you ever done or thought about a channel meetup? Well, I mean, yeah, I've had, I've, I've had meetups with people that are arranged through the channel before, but because they arrange it, like Adam is coming to my city, and so they contact Adam and say we should uh, we should do something, we should have an event for you, and then I say to people on the channel, meet up. So I've I, I've done it that way. Uh, I mean, it, dep it depends what city. I, I would love to have, uh, uh, you know, when I'm in Phoenix. Uh, to, to meet up with the people there. I mean, or, or I know you're in Canada. To, if I was in Toronto, I'd be like, there are plenty of people in Toronto who over time have said they want to take me to see the Blue Jays play the Orioles at the Sky Dome. Uh, may it happen soon. May it happen soon uh, is that, that the Orioles are playing the Blue Jays again at the Sky Dome. There was not baseball in Canada this year uh, because of your ridiculous uh, prime minister and the authoritarian uh, tendencies of, of the government out there. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. If there was in Toronto, um, if I was in Toronto, we'd have a great, we'd have a great time to bow. And I'd say, yeah, we're having a channel meetup. All my Toronto fans, let's, uh, let's hang out. You guys tell me where I'll show up at the bar or whatever. So we've had it in Los Angeles before and everything. And I, yeah, as I've said to Bal, uh, on a personal note, ever since I was a, a young kid watching the Orioles play the Blue Jays, I have wanted to go, uh, to see the Sky Dome and be in Toronto in person. I float, I've been in the airport before, but I haven't, that was like on a layover or whatever. So, so one day we'll, we'll get there. Um, all right. What else do we have here? Battle of the birds. Yeah. You better, you better believe in that. Okay. Uh, 
So uh, what's, uh, what's going on? We're talking about California earthquakes in South Africa and uh, God, we've talked about so many just di diverse topics. You see, this is the kind of diversity I like. Colostomy bags. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, South Africa, California earthquakes, Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto Blue Jays and colostomy bags are the most related uh, subject matters right there. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> pseudo-gaskin and colostomy bags are, are very similar in my head. I don't know why I think that. Uh, that <laughs> only baseball fans. So, let's, let's get to you. There is a site out there, I mentioned it before, called asset-dash.com, and it's the top, top assets by market cap all over the world. So, it could, you know, you can see Google. You can see Bitcoin is the number 19 asset by market cap over the world, in the world. And amazingly enough, Tether, Tether, and it's linked to below, is, no, is the 547th most valuable asset uh, in the world, okay? According, according to market cap, something that did not even exist like, what, five years ago or whatever, that everybody says is, is so many people really hate on. And it, it just shows you how tremendous the crypto revolution is, okay? It is bigger, by, by market cap, Tether is bigger than the Dish Network and Expedia, all right? Um, and MicroStrategy is much smaller. It is 1,815 on that list. And, uh, and it's, it's smaller than Litecoin, even. So it, it, some of you might say it's, it's comparing apples and oranges, and you have a, val you have a valid point there. Uh, but... It you know, on, on that on market cap, uh, it, it's it's a very interesting comparison, and and for me the overall gist that you gain the overall knowledge you gain from that is that yeah we are going through a a, a crypto rev you can call it a crypto revolution Bitcoin revolution it is changing the world because these things did not even exist uh, you know just a few years ago it goes by this is a golden age we're in and Bitcoin being number nineteen Mastercard is sixteen. Uh, and uh, you, you can uh, interpret what that means also. Uh, everyone's saying that MasterCard uh, payments are so important. They do millions of payments a second. Bitcoin can only do whatever. Uh, payments or preservation of wealth. When Bitcoin overtakes MasterCard in market cap, I think you'll have your answer. Pound that like button. Hey, but you, you hyper-consumerists out there, you hyper-consumers, you Roger Bears, you B-cashers, you keep on spending. You keep do what you're going to do. We'll keep on saving. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. You know, the, the wealthy have been ripped for years for going to the Cayman Islands for tax havens. OK, they're just doing what they have to do, OK, to preserve their wealth. And now Bitcoin is preserving wealth for, for regular. It, it's our Cayman Islands. It's 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 a uh, it's a Cayman Islands for for uh, regular people. It's a great way to preserve your wealth. And people ripple on uh, Bitcoin. And people say that they should, they should be spending their Bitcoin. They should be spending their Bitcoin on cameras that they don't need. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. All right. So we are living in an era, though. Uh, and so Bitcoin is the security truth machine. And it is. And that is that. Think about that statement. Think about all my sayings. That's a Mike. That, that's a, a Tapiero saying, by the way, because Mike, I, I don't just shout out these sayings for entertainment value. Although they can be quite entertaining. You know, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. There is knowledge in these things. If you understand, you know, what value your wealth in Bitcoin means, if you really, if you just don't scream it around 
and you understand it, you know, like, okay, if I am in some freaking altcoin for some reason, I can't be happy because it's a, it's worth 50 bucks now. But if I would have had it in Bitcoin, it, it, I would have gained so much more value. That is value in your wealth in Bitcoin. You can't, and there's other, oh, I'm so, I'm so fiat rich right now. Well, if you valued your wealth in Bitcoin, then you would have got, turned all that fiat into Bitcoin back in, in 2013, you would be a, a lot wealthier. So let's go to security truth machine here. We are living in an era we are living in an era where there is no there is no truth anymore, is there? I mean, truth is really becoming more and more valuable. They're, the rules of the game keep on getting changed in so many aspects of our lives. I mean, if God forbid, God forbid, if the communist in Georgia was elected, the, the Marxist in Georgia, the Marxist preacher in Georgia, for some reasons, if Georgians totally lost their mind and elected the the, uh, the Ossoff. And the Marxist preacher as their senators, and then the senator from West Virginia ended up being a liar. Then we could end up with, you know, Puerto Rico and D.C. as states and uh, and the Supreme Court being packed. And that's not too cool. That is changing the rules. And maybe they would outlaw the Senate then. Or I mean, what's the next? That's changing the rules of the game. Now, I, that's, I don't think that is going to happen. I mean, Georgians, Georgians, could you could you really uh, elect a Marxist uh a Marxist preacher as your senator? I mean, if, if they elect a Mar Marxist preacher as their senator, I mean, it's, we've, we're already beyond the point of no return in terms of in the political realm. I mean, it's just like, um, yeah, but, <laughs> but Bitcoin's going to go up a lot. But, but, I don't, but, but, the tr but my point is, is that the rules of the game are easily changed uh, all over the world right now. And all of a sudden, it's, it's totally cool to, you know, the, the legislative branches of every Every uh, state and the federal government are just ignored now. The, the, the executive branch just makes executive decrees about lockdowns and no one protests. I mean, hardly anyone says a thing about Michigan. You know, there, there, there was a great point out there by uh, Brian Jacoteau, I think, made the point that in any of these states have uh, in the 50 United States has the legislative branch approved any of these emergency power lockdowns that they, that are ha, have happened in various states? No, of course not, because the rule the, the rule the rule of the game is you know there's supposed to be uh, checks and balances between the executive and the legislature, but it's been thrown out the window. The point is, is Bitcoin doesn't change. The rules of the game do not change. There's security there. There is truth there, and we are clearly living in an era where there is no there's truth and security being thrown out of the window. Rules of the consistency, rules of the game. Keep changing. Um, I talked about that a lot more than I planned on talking about. But uh, uh, so, yeah, that's a very valuable aspect of Bitcoin. Now, during the last three months of 2017, Bitcoin hit a new all-time high once every three days on average. Since its peak in 2017, Bitcoin has gone 1,069 days without a new high. The longest streak was 1,176 days. Uh, between December 2013 and February 2017. Now, why am I bringing up all these numbers that might uh, confuse you a bit? Uh, it, it's clear that it's been a lot that we are approaching uh, a point where it's uh, a bit about 210,000, well, where it's the same amount of time between all-time highs, okay? And Bitcoin is now within $2,000 of its, its all-time high. So we, we're getting closer and when Bitcoin did finally break 
It's uh, Mount Gox all-time high. We're almost at uh, – some people say it was February of 2017. There's, there's, there's like a give and take. People get – because the, it, all the exchanges had different uh, – they, they had different numbers back then. It wasn't consist, as consistent, well, especially in 2013. But in 2017, still, you, you can argue, well, well, oh, no, well, because of 2013. 2013, no one could ever argue what the all-time high was. No one could ever agree on what the 2013 all-time high was. So no one really knows the exact date that it was broken in 2017. Some say it was in January 2017. Some say it was in February 2017. But we're get, in terms of 210,000 blocks ago, we're, we're really we're really close to that. And at the same time, we're really close to the amount of space between the last two all-time highs. So uh, we're getting close, dudes. We're, we're getting close. It could be that Christmas present you dudes are dreaming of. Now, for those of you who celebrate that. Now, uh, Armin, uh, Armin von Bitcoin says $18,000 in 2020 is the new $900 in 2016. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because it is... On the move up to the you know eleven hundred dollar all time high, uh, nine hundred dollar was suddenly we broke suddenly into the nine hundred dollar realm. It stuck around there for a while and then bam, it broke it. Just like we suddenly got into eighteen k and we're we're staying away around for it. And then yes, two hundred ten thousand blocks ago, two hundred ten thousand blocks ago, on January the eleventh, twenty seventeen. This is exact. I looked it up. Bitcoin was $919. So yeah, and it was getting very, and one month later, it left the three-digit realm forever, okay? So we're, it, you very much can say that 18,000 is uh, the, the, the new 900 if you, uh, you, you do a, a compare and contrast before, between this same time in the 210,000 block cycle and the, la and the last time around. Now, uh, remember, yes, uh, we're going to talk about the uh, the Netherlands forcing uh, ex insane uh, regulations on their exchanges. We're going to talk about that tomorrow because Boris is going to give us live on the ground re a report from the Netherlands. I don't need to tell you about some story in the Netherlands I, re I read on uh, Cointelegraph or whatever. I'm just going to have a guy in the Netherlands tell you about the story. Okay, I get the first person type of stuff. All right, we want to talk about that Ethereum thing. Uh, I did want to mention, uh, and I forgot if I actually even wrote down his, uh, uh, God, what is his name? Uh, now, well, I'll, I'll get to it. I wanted to say something about, uh, about DeFi and be, just, uh, because, uh, here in the Bitcoin overlay, you know, a lot of people just rip on, on the DeFi nonstop and say that it's for kids and gamblers. And indeed it, it, it can be, uh, for that. But Jeff Dorman, I haven't had him on the show before. I, I definitely don't agree with Jeff Dorman on a lot of stuff, okay? But this dude is a professional guy. He's been in finance for a while, and he has a very – his Twitter feed is one that if you want to see the other side, okay, um, if you don't want to see all the – like someone who really like lives DeFi and is not a gambler and is professional. So – I think a lot of people bring up a lot of valid points about how it's uh, trendy and there's a lot of nonsense in it and it's going to crash eventually and it might not uh, – it might just go the way of the ICO. Uh, 
But on the other side, and it, but there, it's not just kids and gamblers. It is see, it, serious people. There are serious. So if you want that, see, you follow Jeff Dorman over there, and he doesn't he doesn't tweet that often. So you can just you know, check him out every day and everything. And I'm not endorsing what he says either. I'm just giving you another perspective there because I, I realize that uh, I, I'm not part of the, the, the Bitcoin Inquisition. They, they can do what they want to do over there. I'm it, it, just because they're telling people you know lock away your Ethereum token and get interest. Means that you should do it. I will never. I will never do anything like that. You know, turn my Bitcoin into Ethereum to turn into a token to lock away with some third party. So I get. So I get interest in that token. All right. I do not value my wealth in some DeFi token. A lot of people do. He does, and he okay, just you know check check him out. All right. Um, and yes, I'm at lbry.tv slash bitcoinmeister. That has been. Uh, they uploaded a thousand of my videos there. So that is really cool. Uh, did I say I was going to talk about Ben Shapiro again? Did I say I was going to talk about that in the title? Uh, no, I didn't. So I'm, I'm going to save that. I said I was going to tell <laughs> it says in the description. I'll just get rid of that later. Uh, no, we're not. We're not going to talk about that. We'll talk about Ben Shapiro on Saturday show. Uh, dude, Saturday's show is the Bitcoin noise show, by the way. We had a really fun one uh, this past Saturday. And then Sunday show is the uh, Beyond Bitcoin show, and then Friday show is this week in Bitcoin. So you, we got we got it set now, guys. Get get used to it. And the other four days of the week is just normal stuff. You never know what you're going to get here. Normal being unique beast, and that's not too normal. And today's eighty percent our world. Pound that like button now. Taproot activation, all you Taproot dudes. Um, Aaron von Weirdum uh, is reminding us that the miner. Miners committing to activate Taproot. More and more miners are. Um, and he's uh, cheering on Bitmain here. Oh, wait a second. I thought you know, Bitmain was uh, if you're part of the Bitcoin Inquisition. And he's not part of the Bitcoin Inquisition. But uh, people are saying, oh, it's great. Uh, Taproot's getting closer because of Bitmain. Uh, but hey, I mean, <laughs> Bitmain's, Bitmain's second mining pool, Ant Pool has now also been added. They support Taproot as well, representing about 11% of the hash power. This brings hash power support to Taproot to about 56% a majority. Oh, okay, you go, Bitmain. Uh, no, I, I, I don't care. I, I, <laughs> well, no, I, I'm not, I'm not vilifying them. I always thought they should have an IPO, and I, I didn't think, I didn't want them to go out of business. Yeah, indeed, they support the whole Bcash thing. They totally failed with that. Does that mean I want their total destruction? No. And if you would have gotten their total destruction, then this wouldn't have happened. You know, all you Taproot fans and whatnot. So yeah, that soft fork, fork activation is getting closer. You can you can go to taprootactivation.com. We'll be linked to below. Taprootactivation.com and we'll uh, and, and to, to file the to to keep a track of the the status of all of that. Let me see how long this show has gone. 30 minutes, man. Why is this show going so long? I want to go running. All right. No, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, I, I, <laughs> no, no, we'll quickly talk about There's an increasing demand to use Bitcoin where gold was used to hedge dollar risk and inflation. This says Jim Reed of Deutsche Bank. Zero Hedge wrote about it, but this is actually a legitimate thing. Bitcoin is up another 3% overnight. And seems to be creating momentum of its own, he said. It's up over 70% over the last six weeks. We know that. As more and more investors are starting to see it emerge 
as a credible asset to invest in. Dude, the the normies in finance land are getting uh, comfortable with it. I know you guys uh, hate on uh, Deutsche Bank. Um, I, I don't really care about Deutsche Bank. And, you know, he's Jim Reed must be a terrible perk. Hey, he's he's buying. Well, I, he he's uh, talking, speaking well about it. I, I welcome I welcome the Deutsche Bank uh, fans of the world to this. And yes, it is becoming it's becoming gold 2.0. It's becoming there's an increasing demand to use Bitcoin where gold was used to hedge dollar risk and inflation. So we've talked we've talked about inflation throughout this uh, thing. So this is not your Doug Casey hedge against inflation. This is freaking 2020s type of stuff here. And uh, they're throwing that old uh, gold rock out the window, and, which I encourage you to do. Uh, well, not to really throw it out the bit when you don't want to hurt anybody, but uh, metaphorically speaking. Uh, uh, so uh, then uh, what else? We, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's great. I mean, I'm going to take his word for it that his, his buddies – think Bitcoin is legit now, all right? That it's a legitimate asset class, a credible asset to invest in. That's all. I mean, we've known it's been credible for some time. We don't need your assurance that it's credible, but that you are going to all act in your little uh, hive mentality and follow the other one. One of you declares that it's kosher and then everybody else is going to jump into it. Great. That's great because we're already into it. We already jumped into the darn fire. It's going to help us out a lot. Uh, the holders, the strong hands, found that like button. And... Another uh, DCG, a digital currency group, Barry, uh, Barry Silver, people like to vilify them too. I mean, they are on fire. They are bringing Bitcoin to the masses who are just uh, too normy to understand that you need to under that, that it's not a stock and that you can like hold it yourself. But whatever, he's providing a service. And this article, I've been meaning to bring this up for a while. Digital currency group uh, IPO could easily fetch $4 billion. Now, there is no proof that they're going to IPO anytime soon. I, I just want to put that out there. But I'm glad people are valuing or are giving value to what a possible IPO could be for DCG, for, for digital. I, I hope they do an IPO. And I hope it's bigger than freaking $4 billion, okay? Because that would bring – that would – that would really uh, seal the deal on the seal of approval for all those uh, big finance guys out there. It would be one of the final uh, stamps of, of approval. And I think, hey, better late than never for all those dudes. And then there would be a lot of like um, regular consumer uh, normies that would wake up too and be like, wait, wait there's, there's an IPO of a Bitcoin company? Better get in. So I wish them luck. There is, I don't think they will be the first one to IPO. Um, I, I just I'm glad that, that someone's valuating it. Okay, yeah, there's a Jeff Dorman thing. I, I did have it here, and oh yeah, guys, I should say this at the beginning of the show. I love that everyone's being leaving comments underneath the video. That is a great way to mess with the YouTube algorithm. So continue to leave comments under the video to because YouTube algorithm messes with us. We're gonna fight back. The the uh, the strong hands strike back. Just, uh, you know, it sounds like a movie from the 1980, doesn't it? And, uh, yeah, and I will – if you leave, I've answered all the comments that people leave too. Some of you have left some funny comments. Uh, it could be about anything. It doesn't even have to be about Bitcoin. It could be about the maroon shirt. It can be about, uh, you know, the, the pros and cons of having uh, certain body parts removed. Uh, it could be like, uh, you know – 
what would your advice be to Vention? And by, by the way, Vention has been, he, he is just be as healthy as possible. That is my, my advice to him. He is, takes it to, uh, he, he redid his whole lifestyle it, because it's never too late, dude. It's never, you find out that something might be weird with you. It's never too late to change. You just don't give up. You go balls to the freaking wall. Vention lost 90 freaking pounds, man, uh, over time. Now, all right, uh, but, but yeah, I've got ask questions. And so I will leave it with this. I, uh, I, there was a time, I think it was like three or four years ago, uh, where I started compiling on this notepad I have on my computer all the songs that I like to listen to from classic rock and all, all sorts of songs. And I, I, got, I think I got so busy into Bitcoin that I just forgot that I even put all those songs down. And, you know, and then my father passed away. And I didn't listen to music for a year. That was probably the thing. Uh, and I just refound this list, okay? And, uh, and, uh, and I, uh, I, one of the songs is uh, Go Round in Circles by Billy Preston, which is a song I used to listen to uh, in my fa- when my father was driving us around and he would listen to the uh, oldie station. That would be a song. That would, I would love that song. And so I think for now on, I'm going to go to it's a big list of songs I have. So every maybe every day for the next 30 days or something, I'm going to give you recommendations from this list. It will be linked to below. Uh, go round in. Will it go round in circles by Billy Preston? Pound that like button. Uh, let me see if there were any other questions there. I'm always giving you. Oh, v- Vention's in the house today, too. I didn't even know he was around. Vention, I've been talking about your. Uh, your situation and how you're uh, going, going, knocking through walls, dudes in Mexico, uh, doing your thing. Do you think Wall Street will try to create tons of paper Bitcoin to me- manipulate it like they did with gold for many years? Uh, they will. They're free to do and make any products they want to. Okay, PayPal might, as we speak, be making paper Bitcoin. Okay, fake Bitcoin. So they they could try to do it, but the thing is, is on the other side of the spectrum, you just have to say, show me the private key, proof of proof of funds, proof of keys, proof of funds. It's very easy to do. So they will try to they will try to manipulate, quote unquote. They're just going to um, but they're going to get caught out. They will fail. I think I think Caitlin Long has talked about this on my show before. They sure they'll, they'll try, but it's it'll be e- it'll be pretty easy to just stop it in its tracks. And at a certain point, I, I don't think companies want to try it because they uh, I mean, they could face some major legal consequences or just go down, go down the, uh, the toilet. So uh, I do suspect PayPal really is going to have real Bitcoin backing up the, the quote unquote Bitcoin people are trading back and forth. And uh, but yes, they, there will be some weird financializations going on. Uh, and good luck. Good, good luck to the uh, they're not going to be able to manipulate it. Though. They're not going to be able to manipulate it. And uh, I'm not, you know, I am not a big worrier about the big organizations manipulating uh, Bitcoin. I don't care about the gold thing at all. I don't even try to uh, analyze that situation. I've been told lots of things. Hey, uh, Venture said, hi, brother. Yeah, I see no need to give up. Yeah, brother, you know it. There's uh, too much to see and do there. And the sun is beautiful here in Mexico. Invention, as you said, man, the, as you said on your channel, uh, that the Bitcoin thing is, is just popping now. You, you want to see this thing as long as possible. 2028 freaking having invention. 2028. I'm not saying 2024, you. I'm saying 2028. 
Pound that like button. We'll be back at 2.30 I'm at tomorrow, Baltimore time. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel. Pound that like button. Thanks a lot, guys. And Vashon, watch the beginning. I was, I was talking about the – I don't know if you saw the beginning. Uh, you're, uh, you just watch the beginning. You'll, you'll, you'll get a smile on your face. See ya. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye.